Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon. What is up, everyone? Hurricane Liz here, back for another Professor's Podcast. And with me, as usual, the man, the myth, the legend, the professor himself, and Howie. Today, we've got a very exciting guest. This gentleman is an expert at Amazon PPC. He's pretty much seen PPC, what it was before, and now we're slowly evolving into this machine learning and artificially intelligent PPC. So you want to tell people a little bit more about where you met him, as well as why you picked him and hand-selected him to be a speaker at the upcoming PPE 3.0, which I will be talking about at the end of this actual interview. But Howie, tell us a little bit more about him before we jump straight into the questions and we kind of talk to him about what's going on in the world of Amazon. Okay, so Lazar, I'm, I'm getting old. Maybe you could refresh me. When was the first time we met? Do you remember? I think in person we met each other in China. Uh, in Guangzhou, I think maybe. Oh I'm not yes, really, I remember. Like one hundred percent sure. Like, but like yes. we knew each other for a couple of years now. I remember. So it was in Guangzhou China. when so I was. In uh, China. What, when was yeah. I I think it was like two years ago. I don't remember. I really don't. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, th- I, I think so. Yeah. Then then we we kind of like I took him out to eat uh, lamb. The lamb. That was really, and I knew he liked it. Right. And also the massage. Oh, it, it was like probably one of the best lambs I ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. food massage was really good as well. But, but like lamb was insanely good. Like Howard, like I, I think he asked a couple of my friends like what kind of stuff I like because like he'll either that or we have the same taste for food. So like he, he literally okay. like took me from one place to another and I liked every single one of them. It, yeah, it, <laughs> it was really good. And then yeah, we. Yeah, um, I remember how he once took me to eat too. And oh yes, I remember that too. I eel he rice. Taking me to eat multiple times. A lot, a lot of them were really memorable. Yeah, eel rice, eel rice. I'll never forget the eel rice, especially my reaction when I found out how the eel was prepared. <laughs> but nonetheless, it was very delicious up until I found the story of how the eel rice comes to existence. But he still went above and beyond, and then he took me to the best dim sum I've had in my entire life. So that was pretty memorable. Right. But uh, incidentally, Lazar, right now you are in Miami, which is my town, and you're over in South Beach. So uh, and you're also about to head on to a really exciting adventure. You're going to go see some alligators. And really, if you think about the world of Amazon, sometimes it feels like you're in a world full of alligators and you're having to fight them off. So let's go ahead and start there. How, let's tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and just pretend, for example, say you're on an elevator with Howie. This is the first time you've ever approached him and you want to speak at his professor's pandemic event. Let him know a little bit more about yourself and give him the elevator pitch of who Lazar is. I'm a PPC guy. Like, that's the shortest. Like, I, I own an Amazon agency and I'm in PPC for 10 years now. I'm one. I'm part of Amazon PPC Consultants 100 group. Before that, I was in top 100 Google advertisers in, in Northern Europe. I'm basic, based in Belgrade, Serbia, with a team of 70 people at this point. They're all doing PC. We have uh, huge partnerships. We're one of the biggest partners that we're working on is Trasio, fastest growing unicorn in history in the history of US. So basically, that's the pitch of like around one minute, probably. <laughs> If you want uh, longer, I can do longer. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that was perfect. Uh, I think that was fantastic. Thank you so much for letting us know that. Uh, on a side note, Liz, Liz, got, Liz, he likes to drink a lot too. 
He always gets me drunk. Oh boy. That's a good thing he's yeah. going to the alligator farm today. <laughs> I, I'm I'm serving and it goes to like like all that kind of stuff go together. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could recommend you a lot of places in Miami. We just have, I'll tell you some more at the end of this. I don't want to bore everybody unless you guys do want to know how to have fun in Miami. We could all have a whole podcast on that. But Howie, go right ahead. So, so, Lazar, you told us you're the PBC expert. So, can you tell us a little bit about how you do PBC that are that's kind of different from other people, maybe, or something that our audience would be really interested in in finding out about PBC? Yeah, like when when it comes to working with us, like if somebody works with with, with Sellers Alley, our our company, the, the main difference is like we have stable quality and everything is custom tailored for our clients. So all of the clients are are getting like what they really basically need. We combine uh, tools and we co- combine human touch as well. So we have like hybrid method. We developed our own internal tool for taking the data from Amazon and chewing it and like creating bulk files. I'm a huge fan of bulk files. Howard knows that. And I think that's one of the, one of the first reasons like we started talking because I'm a huge Excel nerd and I like working in, in Excel with all, all formulas and, and creating bulk files for literally everything. Apart from that, like uh, why we stand, stand like comparing to others is we work from the physical office. Uh, that's pretty rare for uh, Amazon PPC agencies uh, to work from the office. So we exchange knowledge way faster. We learn way faster. We communicate way faster. We have people working in all 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 time zones so like we have all three shifts you know people working in when it comes to that like for example for prime day like for those 48 hours we even had like live stream from the office to, to show people that we're working all the time on their accounts and like it it was kind of pretty impressive thing to to, to see apart from that as, as i mentioned we have other aspects where like we are partners with tiktok like official partner with, with them and like we're official particular partner for germany as well we do a lot of attribution that's something that is kind of uncommon to see with amazon ppc agencies so we uh, we offer like full package when it comes to PPC. We don't try to be super smart and like do other stuff. We you know, we work only on the thing that we are good at. We, we work on PPC. One more thing. Maybe you can explain it to people. Like, you know, there's like things that PPC agencies or people who are bigger in a, a selling would protect or try to do some kind of strategy for their PBC. One of them may be uh, brand protection. The second one may make sure that their or their PBC ads sales will not uh, cannibalize their uh, organic sales. What kind of strategies do you guys use? Yeah, well, basically, depending, depending on the seller, there are a whole bunch of different, different strategies that they can take. Like, uh, there are some stuff that are really important to cover, like, no matter what's the strategy. Like, as you mentioned, to have defensive campaigns, to have attacking campaigns. So basically, what what that basically means is to cross-target your own nations to protect your listings from other competitors showing up on your listings. What you want to do is also to target competing ASINs to show up on their listings. What uh, people usually forget doing is like to like when when you think that like that you expand the error, but that's probably not true because there there is a bunch of space for 
additional improvements, when it, especially when it comes to async targeting. So there are uh, so many ways how to do it, from targeting main competitors that rank like really well for ASINs on the top of the search result page, then to target relevant categories. For example, if you're selling coffee canisters, you want to target people that are selling other stuff as well, like not only other coffee canisters, you want to target coffee beans, you want to target, I don't know, French presses or, or stuff like that, that are highly relevant to your product. So you want to um, diversify and, and target that you want to create upselling and um, cross selling methods, not only to sell to, to try to steal sales from others, but make somebody buy your product with some other product as well. That's something that people are usually skipping and missing. So for those that, that really don't know like what's upselling and cross-selling, it's basically when you uh, go to, let's say, Best Buy. And like this is like pretty basic stuff that people are missing. You go to Best Buy, you want to buy a TV, and you like really know which TV you want to buy. And you have a, a guy that is working there, and he's like, do you want to buy like a bigger one or the one with, that has more functions and so on? So he's trying to do upselling. And you're like, okay, I don't, I want, I don't want that. I, I have a specific model that they want to buy. And that person then asks you, would you like to buy a soundbar? So that's a cross-selling. That's something that people should use in uh, Amazon advertising as well, especially like because Amazon advertising is becoming more and more complex, and there are more and more options that are that are available on Amazon at this point. And when I say that, like I expect that we are going to get more like DSP-like options on Amazon. And like one of those stuff that happened is like video ads. Uh, video ads are really cool and like really good way how to um, promote your product because it's huge advertising space like it's the real biggest state of space on, on amazon search page result page that you should take you you can send people to that specific product you're showing up like instead of any other else uh, what is really good it's available in europe as well and nobody's using it in europe at this point they're not using it mostly like in germany it's available right now and one of the reasons why people are not using it, they're not translating uh, videos. And that's one of the things that you need to do so you can use videos in, in Germany, for example. And like, I'm absolutely 100% sure if you have video translated like or subtitled in German, you're going to kill with sales. Like you're going to, to have a lot of sales comparing to others just because you're having such a huge advantage against other sellers and that's just like one small thing comparing to other stuff like one of the things that people don't know is basically that you're now able to edit sponsor brand uh, campaigns and that's something that wasn't available in the past you know in in the in the past basically like when, when you go to a sponsor brand campaign like previously known as a headline search ads like you go there and there is nothing that you can do basically you can just do a bit of bidding at keywords that's it and now you're able to edit like for campaigns that you're not able to do like create new ones like a lot of new stuff are happening like i'm literally jumping from one topic to another because like amazon is expanding in so many ways and there are so many stuff that you that you should do for example like if you have like old automatic campaigns they're probably working pretty good but maybe you would like to create new automatic campaigns just because there are new targeting options, new targeting methods. Like one of the things that we do when we uh, check new accounts, when we do the audits of new accounts, we check around 
20, 30 different stuff. And one of the, the stuff that we're checking is performance by placement. And it's so easy to, to check it. Like when you take the report, like from Amazon, go straight to the Amazon, go to reports, download performance by placement report, pivot it, and you're going to be able to see like for each campaign separately, for each ASIN separately, how it works on different position. And you can bid accordingly. And that's something that people are are frequently missing. And like that's not happening only for the small sellers. You know, like we work with pretty big brands as well, like with eight eight figure sellers, and like they're missing the same thing, you know. That that's one of the things that, that is super important when it comes to search terms, for example, and keywords, like never combine match types in the same ad group. That's that's really bad thing to do because you're never going to be able to narrow down the search funnel. You're never going to be able to cut down the bleeding because that way you're uh, basically just letting Amazon like trigger your keywords for all the all of the search queries. So you your ads are going to show up all the time for random stuff. But like so since since you don't want that, you want to have like separately separate match types in separate ad groups. Like everybody's asking like is it better to do it at the ad group or campaign level it's always better to do it at the campaign level because when it, when you do it on a campaign level you're it's easier for you to optimize the budget of those campaigns rather than at, at the at the ad group level because you're not able to do it at that level other thing that is frequently happening like people that people are asking about like when it comes to search terms is like we have search terms that are highly relevant but they're not making money so like what you want to do you take the term report filter out and see like which keywords are triggering those search terms and if you see that that exact keyword is triggering that specific search term so basically it's the same that's why it's an exact form obviously what you want to do is basically lower down the bid if it's uh, if it's triggered by phrase or broad keyword and you already have like exact form you need to lower down the bid there or to negate it there because you have specific keyword dedicated for it or in the in the worst case scenario for example if you want to like see what's going to happen with with that specific search term that is highly relevant and you don't have it as, as an exact form you can negate it in the current campaign so basically it's not triggered by your account at all anywhere create separate campaign name it like whatever you wish but um highly relevant non-performing keywords and place it there compare your cpc from the report there decrease it and as, as for the new keyword and you're probably going to see some sales coming even though like it didn't work in the past and that's like just one of the small things that that you can do I, I sorry, I can, I can literally talk for hours about PPC and stuff. So. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I've I've heard you. You're so excited about uh, PPC and stuff. I've I've been with you for a long time. So even while drinking, you still are very excited. I also wanted to ask you, like, that, that's like bad. <laughs> you were just talking about your partner with uh, TikTok uh, for Germany. Uh, can you tell us a little about it about that? Yeah, well, one of the things that is happening, like that's something that, that you guys are hearing the first at this point. We're just about to launch like this dedicated page on, on our website about TikTok. So what, what happened reason, recently, we managed to become a partner with TikTok when it comes to advertising on TikTok platform. We talked to their general manager for Europe and also with their head of performance team, basically their head of PPC. So from TikTok and like if, if somebody decides to work with us 
and, and like advertise on TikTok, basically what, what would happen, we would have TikTok team work with us, create like dedicated strategy for that specific product. Then we would advertise. And also when it comes to that, like we, we also have access to the platform with all of the influencers. So we can combine all that effort together. And I'm pretty sure it, it, it's, it's going to rock at this point. We are at, at like testing phase with, with TikTok and, and all of that. At this point, all of the results are insanely good. So we, we, we are going to launch it like really, really soon, hopefully in the next like week or so. Yeah, absolutely. Lazar, like you said, you could speak hours and hours about PPC. It's obvious how much you love it. That's how he said. It's like, please don't. (laughs) No, no, no. That's not even what I was going to say. You could see it in your your passion for it. You could see it in your voice. I actually could talk about PPC long too. But the thing that I wanted to know is based off of all the knowledge you've acquired and obviously all the expertise that you do have, have you thought about the three to five topics that you could speak about at this presentation? And like I said, you have as much time as you want during the actual event, but what three to five topics could you speak about that would absolutely wow people? Oh, wow. I have no idea. I can talk literally like, like pick one and I, I can talk about it. Like what I think that should, uh, could be interesting is attribution. That's something that people don't don't have like luck with it. They usually have some different expectations or they don't know how to track it correctly. I can go like really in depth when it comes to attribution. We can go with like different targeting methods or we can go with video ads or, well, as I said, like literally whatever you guys wish. But I, I, I feel like that people like using attribution the least least and like there's like a lot of space for everybody to improve because people try it fail it and then stop using it and it it can be really really useful we can we can talk about like combining attribution with funnels funnels are like probably one of the most powerful ways how to generate more clients and like to track them from one platform to another to do some 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 stuff like that can be combined with Shopify and Amazon PPC and like a bunch of different stuff. Like you can pick the topic. Like I, I can talk about it. It's not the problem. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll really listen to this oh, podcast yeah. and I'll have definitely a topic for you based on everything you spoke about. I mean, like I said, there's been a lot and there's been a lot of excitement in your voice. So I'm quite excited to see what you come up with. Lazar, you were saying about uh, attribution. Can you talk to me about what level of attribution are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, outside Amazon or Amazon attribution themselves or DSP attribution? Well, I can talk about DSP as well. We offer self-service DSP as well. But like when it comes to attribution, I was first thinking I was first thinking about combining Amazon attribution platform with Google Ads, for example, and tracking that kind of stuff. Like, what's the difference between Amazon attribution and UTMs that you can use from the storefront analytics. Like that's a huge difference. Results are like completely different from each other. And like people expect to see the same thing, but <laughs> it's not going to happen just because of that. Or like combining Facebook ads, Google ads, and tracking them on Amazon. That's that's basically the thing that I can talk about. Or as you mentioned, we can talk about DSP as well. Like what are the options that are working? Like 
we have some sellers like we we manage a lot of accounts on DSP as well and we have some huge success with with, with a lot of them so we can I, I i can tell you some best practices that we that we use on DSP, or we can combine since both things are like programmatic retargeting and attribution combined we can use different platforms and like can create presentation about like cool stuff that you can do using google ads facebook ads uh, amazon attribution and dsp or like as I said, like sounds there. sounds a lot of crazy stuff. I kind of already have some kind of idea of what I want to have you speak about. But uh, regarding a DSP attribution, sometimes not just uh, I get a lot of this question, so maybe uh, you can uh, answer it. When you're doing DSP, it's kind of hard for you to attribute that DSP sales to to, to attribution because uh, your PPC sales could probably be getting the same exact same sales. So you you don't know where it's coming from actually, right? So what would you do about that? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty tricky. You know, like when it comes to oral attribution, like the the main issue there is that people are used to last click conversions, and like everybody's tracking only last click conversion. But like, imagine just like it, it's the same thing like with with headlines or sponsored brand ads, like the same thing as with DSP. Like you think that it's like just spending your money, but like like when you turn it off, your organic drops. You know, and like. And people need to understand that, like, I, I usually use this as a reference, like when you are on like subway or like you're on a bus or wherever and you're commuting and you're, you're checking your phone and you're watching the like Amazon platform and you, and you search for something and you click on the ad on the top or you click on something or after that you're like, oh, it's my stop. I need to like turn off my phone and like do other stuff. And like after that, like you already know the brand you're fully aware of that product and your search changes. And from there, like one of the really important things that everybody that sells needs to do is to create their own tracker for everything. I know Amazon gives you information ab about like shorter period of time, but like if you track performance over time, like you can have like historical data for ages, like since you started uh, selling on Amazon. But like what's really good to to have there is like one of the things that we like to track and that helps with, with what you asked is basically apart from spend as a percentage of overall revenue or tacos for real acres, depending who you ask, like how they call it. There are other metrics like PP sales, PPC sales as a percentage of overall sales. So that number really tells you a lot like where you're at when it comes to your branding and like your campaigns and your ads. Like when you're a huge brand, like a really big one, like a Adidas or something like that, you're probably not investing, like you're investing a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but like comparing to your oil revenue, it's like not a lot of sales are coming from PPC. So it's probably just a couple of percent, like healthy number for like regular Amazon sellers should be around 30, 35, 40 tops. Above that, like when you check the account and you see that 80% of your sales are coming from PPC comparing to overall number, you probably have a problem or you're just starting to sell on Amazon. So you're not well-known brand and you're highly dependent on PPC. That's a really big red flag for you. And that's the alarm. That's something that, that, that should tell you like that you need to work on your branding. I know that everybody likes to like invest in advertising just to make sales. But at some point, like you're investing in future sales, 
And I know that it sounds bad. Like, why should I spend any money that is not like returning? Any, but it's it's like the long run. Like, it's not like the fast game. Like, you want to win in the long run. So, what what you do there is basically you're investing in your brand, and you see that like your percentage of of, of PPC is just around thirty five, which is the perfect balance. So, like, if you decrease the DSP, for example, or you decrease sponsor brand uh, campaigns. You can see like maybe that your PPC is increasing compared to organic and you can see like that's cannibalizing and like your PPC is over investing. Like you should stop, like you should slow down. Like I, I own PPC agency and I'm, I'm like talking against myself when I'm saying this kind of stuff. You don't want to make your PPC sales steal your organic sales. So that's the number that you always want to track. You always want to like every week, Compare, compare your PPC numbers with organic numbers and see the difference there. The other thing that nobody's like that I know is, is calculating on their own is CPA. Basically, the amount of money that is spent for each PPC sale separately and the amount of money that is spent for overall sales, not only PPC. So, for example, if you're selling like, I don't know, headphones that are like 100 bucks and you're your CPA for PPC is around $20. That sounds a lot, but like when, when it comes to overall sales, maybe it's like if you're having like 35%, it's probably around like just like like $7.5 or something like that from the overall number. So like your PPC spend, your advertising efforts are $7.5 for $100, which means that your tacos is basically 7.5%, which is pretty good number if you ask me like if if you see that your real acus or tacos is around two three percent it's probably like you're not doing it like enough you want to push more you want to be at like seven eight to twelve thirteen percent like if you go over thirteen percent i don't know like everybody's margin that's why i said at the beginning like it depends from strategies depend on on different sellers but overall, like for 99.9% of the sellers, these are the numbers that are working. And like you want to be in, in the group that is like from 7 to 12, 13% of real like I, I know I, I like I, I moved from like your question, like in a whole other ways. So sorry about that. So let's just talk about with the pandemic and with the opportunities, what kind of problems and opportunities do you see in uh, 2021 for Amazon sellers? Everybody needs to understand that like pandemics uh, are not affecting like it's not affecting only you, it's affecting everybody. So everybody is having the same issue, and and the problem is shared. Like you're not the only one seller that is having the, the main issue. Like what what's going to happen? Like we already see that people are changing habits, and I'm pretty sure that it's not going to stay like the same at at, at as it used to be like when when the pandemic is over at some point in the future what i expect to see is like to, to see higher investment in ppc but since amazon and other platforms are adding more places where you can advertise giving you more options like you're probably going to be able to sell more and spend more definitely and it's 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 like i i don't see it like super negative like just just to be absolutely clear like what's going to happen is like it's going to become more difficult in a manner that platforms are going to become more complex 
And like the ones that know what they're doing are going to make more money comparing. Like, like if you ask Amazon sellers that are long in an Amazon business, like if you ask them like what what was PPC like four years ago or five years ago, they would tell you like whatever you drop, like every something would grow from there. And like that's not going to happen anymore. Like at this point, like you need to know what you're doing. Yeah, uh, I remember it was a lot, lot easier back then. You just post, post it auto and, you know, and you didn't have to worry too much. Now, you every every single, like, month, I see something new in PPC that comes out. You know, so it's, like, pretty crazy, you know. Also, one, I just want to uh, confirm what you said to the audience. You're saying that uh, total A cost, about 12 or 13%, is pretty, is where you want to be at, right? For total A cost. And for uh, and when you said thirty five percent of are you talking about thirty five percent of your sales should be PPC or w- was yeah. that right? Okay. And how about the percentage of spent you think should be used on uh, PPC like uh, from uh, overall total sales? Like how much of spent should you do on ads from like within your total well, sales? Well, well, that's basically real like a sort of taco. So as I said, like from seven to like 12, 13%. I wouldn't like at the beginning, like, like when you start selling a new product, it's like opening a, a business, like local store. Nobody knows about that. Like you can give TVs for free in it, but if nobody knows about that, like nobody's going to come and pick them up. And like the same thing goes with like selling new products. You need to invest at the beginning like uh, like you are going to probably be in like i'm in ppc for a really long time now and like it's a really rare thing to see that that you're positive from the start and like that you're becoming millionaire from scratch just because like you launched a new product like a lot of sellers are are becoming like big sellers because like they had like one big hit and from there they're expanding to other assets and other products but like overall you need to uh, be absolutely aware that you need to invest at the beginning and from there like to build audience like it's easier if you already have like more products if you have your audience if you have like your newsletter list if you have your custom audience on facebook or google or like wherever so you can target target them and tell them like we're launching a new product but like after after six months or three months or depending on your budget like it's healthy around from three to six months to be absolutely sure that you're in a, in a green zone and like what the amazon algorithm doesn't like is like when you push really hard and invest everything at once and you burn everything at once and you had like 500 sales in one day and next day you have zero like that's really bad like it's better not to have any sales from the start like what you want to do you want to build sales from time like to start with one two three four and like to grow it over time that that's the healthy way how to do it amazing awesome that was amazing answers that you had lazar and that was a lot of information you gave people i know there's going to be a lot of people that are super excited to hear you speak if that's the kind of information you gave away for free then there's no telling what you're going to reveal once we hit the professor's pandemic 3.0 which is coming up mid-february so you guys do not want to miss it it is happening February 15th, 16th, live from the comfort of your own home. As I usually tell everyone, you can stream in your underwear. Just do not stand up, and uh, we'll be fine with that. And Lazar will be one of the brilliant 13 speakers that will be at that actual event. Remember, in attendance will be a $150 million speaker plus a $20 million speaker that will both be spewing all their Amazon knowledge live 
again, in the comfort of your own home, all hosted by the man, the myth, the legend, Howard Ty. So to find out more about that actual event, head on over to howardtie.com forward slash PPE, the number three. And remember, right now we are in early bird pricing, which means you will get 50% off the usual ticket price and you will pay the same amount that people who have attended previous masterminds get at a discount. So you will now be part of the brotherhood slash sisterhood of the most premier level of Amazon sellers on the planet. So thanks again so much, Lazar. Any final words from you about how excited you are to speak at this event before we say goodbye here? Well, the, the, I, I'm more than excited. Like Howard Ty is, 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 as you said, like the man, the myth, the legend, like one of the biggest names in, in, in Amazon. And I'm really, really proud to be part of the of the talk absolutely we're excited to have you and howie any last words from you before we say goodbye here i think i said a lot of words today don't you think <laughs> that's the most we've ever heard how we talk excited. beginning to get a little suspicious i think he might have had uh, his buddy don julio right next to him there we might not have noticed maybe his wife slipped it into his coffee or his late night coffee. i don't know howie tell me did you have some don julio the cat slipped in some don julio in your starbucks frappuccino it's just that I really care for for Lazar. You know, we went through a lot, so I have a lot of questions. You know, so let our Absolutely. audience like excited about what Lazar has to say. I actually want like Lazar to teach our audience how to build the you know the the linkage of all the attribution from like uh, Google to uh, to Facebook to you know PPC. You know, all these all these uh, attribution that can can help them with their overall sales, like the funnel we call it. Yeah, that would absolutely, absolutely be fascinating. Absolutely. So amazing, amazing. So thank you again, Lazar. Thank you, Howie. Once again, to find out more information about the Professor's Pandemic 3.0, head on over to howardtie.com forward slash PPE, the number three. And remember, right now is early bird pricing, which is only going to last for about another week and a half or so. But other than that, thanks so much for joining us on the Professor's Podcast. I will see you next time along with Howie Ty. And thanks again, Lazar. Thanks, Lazar. Thank you so much, guys. Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon.